Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah, let's do this. Happy New Year, everyone. Before we dive into today's show, I want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for your continued support and for being a listener. This show would not be possible without you. I'm now headed into my 12th season. Oh my God, can you believe that? And you are the reason I continue to do what I do. You are the reason that I continue to send as much light as I possibly can out into the world. I know, I know, I threaten all the time that I'm not going to do it anymore. (laughs) Because I feel like I've literally said everything that there is. But I want to thank you. And to show my appreciation, I am offering 20% off on all of my online courses. I actually mentioned in the show today that my top three are discounted. I just went ahead and put everything on sale. Woohoo! Just punch in code CELEBRATE at checkout. All right, let's dive into today's show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Amanda Gates. And for those of you who listen to the show often, you're probably wondering where the hell I've been, right? (laughs) I know I threaten all the time that I'm going to stop doing this because I feel like I've talked about everything that I could possibly talk about. And then some, uh, you know, 11 years now, oh gosh, now 12 years going into the show. But nope, that was not it. I actually have been going through a very scary medical diagnosis and fighting for my life. That sounds dramatic, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's been a freaking roller coaster of really big ups and downs. I have never had my faith challenged so much beyond all belief. And this to me is a gift, which we're going to get into today. But that's what we're going to be talking about. This experience, um, I think, has has occurred for a reason. And I think a lot of things that happen in our life are really to help challenge our faith to push us or catapult us into something greater. So I've been going balls to the walls with my faith and belief in myself. And I'll admit it's, you know, it took me some time to get there. I'm not going to lie. I had entire days, groups of days where my faith in myself and my spirit team and God wavered. I had days where I was just so freaking present because I was in so much pain that I was just simply enduring life moment by moment because I did not know how the hell I was going to get to the next moment because of so much pain. And that is what today's show is going to be about. I really think that this is perfect for not only kicking off the new year, but you know, as we get into 2022, the U.S. is 
having its first ever Pluto return. I've been talking about this on the show this past year. And we're currently in a Mercury or a Venus retrograde and about to go simultaneously into a Mercury retrograde. So the energy is going to feel very thick and things are going to feel like they're not going right and that you're pushing through mud. And I think that today's show, I'm calling it Manifesting with Feng Shui, is this is such perfect timing to work on yourself and cultivate your chi. And I'm not out of the woods yet, but the thing is, is that what this has taught me and how much it has rooted me in my own power and who I am as a soul has been groundbreaking. I mean, hell, I've been doing this for almost 25 years and it still never ceases to amaze me how the older I get, the better I get. I guess I am like a fine wine, <laughs> aging gracefully. <laughs> so I know without a shadow of a doubt, number one, that I manifested this and I'll get into into the show today, what the hell I'm going through. And number two, that it was in fact a gift shrouded in enormous pain, horrible suffering. And it was up to me to unwrap this beautiful gift that I gave myself and also how to figure out how to make really turn these lemons into lemonade. And I don't know if we're at lemonade yet. <laughs> I don't know if we're there yet, but we're close. But these are some questions that I want to ask yourself. If you've, you know, listened to my show, you know that I look at energy differently. I'm a very different teacher. I, I you know, I believe very much in the woo-woo, but, you know, I, I don't believe in the way that a lot of people go after woo-woo and the way that they approach it. I come at it with, you know, a basis of questioning and skepticism. And I want to prove to myself that in fact, it is possible before I teach anything. So, you know, is it possible to manifest with the power of energy? Absolutely. So the big question becomes, how the F do you do that when you're in pain? How the F do you do that when you're sad and you feel hopeless? How do you manifest health when you're on the edge of despair and enormous pain and suffering? Holy hell, I've learned this for myself. We're going to get into that today. How do you manifest wealth when you're facing bill collectors, eviction notices, foreclosure, and maybe you don't have a job? How do you endure a better career when the job that you have is horrible and they don't appreciate you and you hate it and you can't stand getting out of bed? You crave Friday and you can't stand Monday or whatever your schedule is. How do you overcome hate or anger or frustration when your family is impossible? A lot of people are battling that right now because the holidays bring out the worst in people. How do you imagine finding your soulmate or overcoming the sadness and loneliness when you've been on a thousand dates and we're, you're just left despondent, outraged, 
and your options seem absolutely tragic. It doesn't matter the kind of pain. It doesn't matter what you're trying to manifest. The bottom line is you have the choice to change it. But can you do that from the current place that you're in? And Lord have mercy. You know, I've been teaching for 20 years and I'll tell you what, nothing has challenged my faith more than what I've been going through. This has been probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And I know it's a gift. I know it's a gift because Lord have mercy. It has really made me dig deep down within myself to pull out this little tiny seed of, okay, Amanda, we can do this. So I know that if I can do this, you can too. So today, I'm not only going to share my own story, but I'm going to give you tools to overcome the battle within yourself that makes you believe that there's no other way and no other option. I'm going to show you the door where there was once a wall. And here's the thing. I know a lot of teachers take workshops and classes and learn new things. And then, you know, they turn around and they want to teach others. Woo, look what I've learned. That's great. You know, everybody has their own path and their own method. And I get it. You've learned something new and you're excited. Nothing wrong with that. But it is my belief that a teacher who teaches a faith from a place rooted from their own journey, their own wounds, their own despair, and they have something similar or relatable to what you are going through, is a teacher who truly knows how to get you to the other side because they've been there. I do not teach anything that I myself have not gone through and conquered. In fact, many of the courses that I offer that I teach They were not even put together or taught to others until I myself mastered them. Hence the name of my Mac Daddy course, Mastering Feng Shui. Hello, mastering. (laughs) My money course. I just launched it, what, a year ago? It took me 20 years to get to the point to where I felt confident enough because that's how long it took me to really master my self-limiting beliefs that to be spiritual meant that I had to give and give and give with nothing in return. That's a self-limiting belief that the gift that I share has no value. That's a spiritual self-limiting belief. So you are not here to learn lessons on this planet. And this is really important. I've said this a lot on the show that, you know, we're here to, to learn our lessons and to grow. But as I've meditated for hours and hours over the past two months because good lord I have literally been (laughs) shouting at spirit Um, but they have shouted back it's it's very clear we are not here to learn from lessons we are here to learn from experience how can you know love if you don't first understand pain How can you understand joy if you don't fully understand loss, right? You have to have the the juxtaposition. It's the perfect yin and yang. You have to have balance. But suffering is, you know, all on you. 
Unfortunately, suffering is caused by your own conditioning. And unfortunately, oh my God, there's so much of it. The dogma that we have been taught to believe that we are not worthy, we're not good enough, we don't deserve it. You know, we shouldn't have the things that we desire and that there's always somebody more important to us that we need to, you know, believe in, have faith in, follow, blah, blah, blah. So our growth and our experience is shrouded by deep-seated beliefs that aren't even our own. We've picked them up. And these beliefs get in our way of how we manifest. I mean, hell, that was, you know, the, the big thing with me and money is that I was able to manifest all these things in my life. But money was the one thing that I challenged myself on because I truly had this this deep belief in my system that to be spiritual was not necessarily to be poor, but to be spiritual was to to give and to teach and you know that was the most important thing so and fyi i should mention two resources to check out that really tie in with today's show make sure you go back to episode 174 uh it was the show that i did in october i think it was like two shows ago uh feng shui to ignite your inner cheetah very powerful show to really get your chi up it's a reminder of who you are and how awesome you are and then damn it you deserve it So everything that we're talking about today is about really cultivating your chi to a place of understanding who you are from a spiritual level and how goddamn amazing you are. Excuse the profanity. (laughs) But it's true. So go listen to it. And number two, uh, my top three courses, uh, how to make more money with feng shui, uh, clutter and feng shui, and how to remove negative energy, those are all 20% off until January 31st. Now is a great time. Those three courses are my top courses for a reason, but it's a great way to kick off your new year. You can find those at courses.gatesinteriordesign.com. You can go over there and uh, sign up for those and you know focus on something that could really benefit you for 2022. And um, help you get on the right track. You know, it's always good to be doing new things and, and challenging yourself in new ways because that also helps cultivate your chi. You, you want to be in that growth mindset of expansion. So I have two powerful examples from this year that prove that we not only have the power to heal ourselves through intention, but that we have the power to heal holistically. And this is another belief that, you know, really has only uh, been put on us in the last 100, 150 years is that allopathic is, you know, the supreme being of all medicine, when in fact, holistic has been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But you can't trademark it, and you can't profit off of it. So let's poo-poo it so that people believe that allopathic Western medicine is, is, you know, the supreme medicine of all. So at the beginning of the year, I did a podcast on my cat Harley, and he had severe liver damage. I was told that he had, uh, which we knew about the liver damage because of the blood test, but I was also told that he had spinal cancer and that he, if I did not follow the protocol that the veterinarian wanted to do, he would be dead in 45 days. And I had my mom look at his lab results and he did in fact have like a, a severe liver disease, uh, cirrhosis of sorts. And she said that he had a liver that looked like an alcoholic who had been drinking for like 20 years. Now the allopathic doc wanted to do a battery of tests. 
I don't know, start with radiology, chemo, I don't know. I wasn't really listening to her, <laughs> to be quite honest. I was tuning her out. And if you can imagine Charlie Brown's teacher from, you know, if you ever watched a, a Charlie Brown cartoon, the, the school teacher in the back, wah, 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 that's pretty much all I heard. So I found a holistic doctor, but he was no longer taking new patients. And I hysterically almost nearly ran him over in a parking lot and basically begged and demanded, pretty much demanded that he see Harley. And that was uh, January 8th of 2021. We're coming up on one year and number one, Harley is not dead. He's thriving and he didn't have cancer. He had food allergies. He's allergic to everything, chicken, turkey, lamb, peas, corn. Oh my God. He's allergic to everything, which is in pretty much every freaking food. But, you know, we had some bumpy days. It ended up becoming one big ass science experiment. You know, it was literally an exploration every damn day. Let's try this. Ooh, let's do this. Ooh, that didn't work. Let's try this. I mean, it was like three to four months of, you know, big one a science experiment for the poor kid and me. But, you know, we did what we had to do. We had some really good days. We had some very bad, scary days. But through all of it, we did natural remedies. We did all natural herbs, high quality food. When I took him to the vet, he was four pounds. He's now uh, eight pounds. He's healthier than ever. And this was all through sheer perseverance, determination, and me envisioning that he would get healthy. So pure intention that I was determined to make this happen through holistic means. So that was example number one. Now let's get to my shit show. (laughs) Literally my shit show. So at the end of October, just before my birthday, uh, life was fantastic. I was doing really good. Work was fantastic. Had an amazing month. Uh, I went to bed as a normal person and I woke up the very next day with a massive abscess on my groin. And I should mention, depending on what your sun sign is, uh, is typically where you uh, manifest things. So for example, if you're in Aries, a lot of times you'll get things around your face. Uh, you know, you can get head injury, injuries, sinus infections, uh, eye issues. Uh, Leo, uh, my dear friend Melissa is a Leo and she had a major issue in August and September. Leos typically have issues with spine and heart and she had massive issues with her spine and she was manifesting stuff. You know, she was purging, purging, purging. So it manifested in her spine. Scorpios, which is what I am, uh, everything manifests in our sex organs, bowels, reproduction, you know, reproduction system. So when you're purging something or, or going through a major thing, you're going to manifest it in your dominant area. And for me, it was in my groin. So, you know, and I, I'm hearing from a lot of people because we're, you know, going through the ascension process. We've got major energy shifts going on in the universe right now. Uh, we're, you know, uh, I've talked about this where we are elevating into the fifth dimension. A lot of changes are happening. A lot of shifts are occurring. Paradigms are shifting. Timelines are shifting. And so for us old folks who don't have the software that the, you know, new kids are coming in with, our little systems are like, short-circuiting of sorts (laughs) and so I think that you know this manifested of shit that I've got to let go of and and I've got to you know purge but also it's I think it's it's side effects of just everything that's going on energetically my my body is like kind of waking out so 
Anyways, uh, I, I basically manifested uh, this thing in my groin. And when it comes time to, you know, have a come to Jesus with yourself, this is typically uh, where you manifest things, you know, when you're when you're getting ready to purge. So if you're going through something right now, find out what your sun sign is and it's likely that's where it's coming up. So anyways, I wake up with this abscess on my groin and it's on the left side, which is the feminine side. And I wasn't really thinking about, you know, when all this happened and and like why it happened and like there was no spiritual shit going on in my head Um, because at the time uh, when this happened, it you know, I woke up with it. And by that night, I was in so much pain. I couldn't walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stand. I couldn't lie down. I was just in excruciating pain. It's like the closest thing that I could, you know, say feels like a gunshot wound. I mean, I was just, oh my gosh, it was just so bad. So I waited a couple of days and of course it wasn't getting better. So I called my doctor and mind you, this is in October she doesn't have anything open or available until next March of 2022. So that's five months from now. And then it took me almost four hours of going through call centers, nurses, and other bullshit like voicemails to even get this news. Now, again, this was back in October. So imagine being in enormous pain and you're going through all of this effort just to wait and hear back that you don't have anything for five months it's like really I can't see you until March like how ridiculous is that and I don't want to go off on a rant here but I ended up calling numerous doctors going through the same bullshit wasting countless hours all while in pain only to be told nothing was available until five six seven months from now so yet another reason why our healthcare system does not work. Anyways, it got to the point to where I was in so much pain, I started throwing up and things were going south very quickly. So of course, I called my doctor again and they were like, "Mm, sucks to be you, go to the ER. And I was like, uh, no, this isn't like my arm. I'm not going to go to the ER and show my lady bits to some little newbie doc in the ER who probably isn't going to have a freaking clue what's going on anyways. So this went on for three more days and finally I demanded to get into my doctor's office and at this point I didn't care if the freaking janitor looked at me. I just wanted to be in the building, right? So she finally looked at me and said, oh yeah, it's an abscess. Uh, And she was almost certain that it was a side effect of Crohn's disease. Wait, what? Now here's the great thing. She never once addressed the abscess. She didn't address the pain or give me any information about this life-altering information that she just gave me. She just told me to call a gastroenterologist and I was like, um, okay, but what about the abscess? What, what do I do about this? Oh, just take some ibuprofen. Yeah, you don't think I've been doing that? So, disappointed to say the least. So, I get home and yet again, I had to go through the process of trying to find a freaking appointment. No one was available. And like I was calling, I must have called like 21 doctors. It was so many doctors. And mind you, I'm in an enormous amount of pain. I'm in a lot of discomfort. 
just the effort of trying to talk, you don't realize like how much you use your pelvic floor in everyday situations, just talking. I mean, I would go through this process for an hour and I'd have to go lay down and take like a four hour nap because I would be so wiped out. Like it was insane. So anyways, yet again, no one was available until like next April or June, somewhere as far out as next September. We're talking September of 2022. And I'm in an enormous amount of pain. And so I begged and pleaded with this one doctor to see me. And the little receptionist was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. She's not available. I can have a nurse see you. But let me just tell you, she's not going to be able to diagnose you. She won't be able to give you a solution and she won't be able to help you. Wait, what? This is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But I was desperate and I said, yes, sounded like the best damn thing ever. Now that I look back, I'm like, how stupid was that? She saw me, saw the abscess. And of course it was like, oh yeah, it's probably Crohn's. Go get a colonoscopy. Okay great. What the F do I do about the abscess? How about the pain? How do I clear this up? Can someone please tell me what's going on? So ultimately, I ended up seeing seven different doctors. And let me tell you, the enormous amount of energy, pleading, demanding, begging to even get into these appointments, the amount of effort that it took Oh my God, I can't even describe to you. And trying to do that in pain, it was so hard to muster up fight in me. It was so hard to just muster up that cheetah energy. It's it's debilitating and it's so hard to, to get to that energy point and to fight for something when you feel like you're fighting for your life. Like just breathing hurt. And some days I would spend three hours making calls, just trying to beg someone to talk to me, to help me. And I was so weak and worn out from it all. And I was getting so hopeless because nobody cared. I couldn't believe it. Like I went to a colorectal doctor and he was just like, oh, well, I mean, you may have cancer. It may be Crohn's. We won't know till we can get you into surgery. And I'm like, Oh my God, everybody keeps wanting to diagnose me with these massive diseases. And by the way, no one gave me information about what any of this meant. What, what the hell is Crohn's? What is this? What does this mean? What, what is colon cancer? What does that mean? Like, what do I do? How do I live? Like, and FYI, what about the abscess? <laughs> So I basically had to take matters into my own hands and I started calling around and I found a functional medicine doctor and unfortunately he was another two and a half weeks out. So I had to wait again to try to get in with someone. (sighs) But luckily, you know, Despite everything that I've gone through and how hard and challenging this has all been, I know that it's a gift. It's a really big, enormous gift. And I know you may say, oh my God, Amanda, you've lost your mind. How the hell is going through all of that and suffering through all that a gift? Well, you cannot learn or grow from an experience. You can't evolve 
without the opposite, right? Without love, you can't learn pain. Without pain, you can't learn love. And I've had clients in the past tell me that it would take them five to 10 minutes to muster up the energy as they were sitting on the couch to lean forward and grab a beverage, grab it, take a sip, and then muster up any remaining energy that they could possibly, possibly get to place that beverage back on the table. I couldn't imagine this. I had no idea what they were talking about. I had a woman five years ago tell me, and I, you know what? I think she had IBS or Crohn's. I remember her telling me about how she was in so much pain that she would live moment to moment and how it would take her, like she would have to mentally prepare herself for every little tiny task that she did. Something as simple as picking up a cup, taking a sip and setting it down could be a 20 minute ordeal. I couldn't imagine that. Now I can. And I want to share with you, uh, one of my favorite authors is Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. You've probably heard of her. Um, She's uh, no longer with us, but she wrote many books. She was a a psychologist and she wrote a lot of, uh, and she made possible for many of us to understand uh, that there is life after death and that um, our culture, you know, fears death and we have such bad connotations around death, she normalized it. She made it um, understandable for a lot of people. But in her book, which ironically, as I was going through this, this book fell off my shelf and fell to this page. Ah, It's like the angels were saying, here you go, my dear. Remember, this is a gift. So this is On Life After Death by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, page 22. All the trials and tribulations, the greatest losses, things that make you say, if I had known about this, I would have never been able to make it through. Those are gifts. It's likely somebody has to temper the iron. It is an opportunity that you are given to grow. This is the sole purpose of existence on this planet Earth. You will not grow if you sit in a beautiful flower garden and somebody brings you gorgeous food on a silver platter. You will grow if you are sick, if you are in pain, if you experience loss, and if you do not put your head in the sand but take the pain and the loss and learn to accept it not as a curse or as a punishment, but as a gift to you with a very, very specific purpose. That is the true meaning of life. So I found that very powerful. Um, It is through pain. It is through suffering that we can understand the counterpart, right? That is the gift. That is how we understand the purpose of what we go through. So back to the point of this show, manifesting with feng shui. How do you manifest healing when you're dealing with a mystery illness? How do you manifest healing when you feel like shit? How, how do you manifest healing when you take 20 minutes just to lean forward 
take a sip and lean back? How do you get to those moments? How do you manifest healing when you do not know like what the hell's going on? For four weeks, I suffered an insurmountable pain and could not get to a place of self-healing because I was totally in the dark about what the frick was going on with my body. I found it very difficult to meditate or do any kind of spiritual work because I was in so much pain and I was in the dark. I mean, I, I didn't know what was going on. And here I had gone to seven different doctors, allopathic doctors. Nobody was even addressing the abscess. They wanted to address something bigger. So simultaneously, as I'm going through all this, I'm trying to learn about Crohn's disease via Google. Like, what is Crohn's? What does that mean? And like, I'm reading it and I'm like, I don't have any of this. I don't have any of these symptoms other than this abscess. So how do you rise above that? How do you rise above misinformation? How do you get to the truth? How do you move past darkness and find the light? So I did not move forward quickly. I'll call it failing forward. But hey, forward is forward, right? And that's the thing that I want you to remember. I don't care if you're trying to manifest health, a career, love, whatever it is. Uh, you know, maybe you're trying to manifest good family dynamic. Um, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Take action to move forward, even if it's one small, tiny task each day. I did the best that I could to meditate. And oh my God, it was so hard because I was in so much freaking discomfort. It was hard for me to focus. But what I did is I visualized on one thing, one small, just small, small little thing. And that was to visualize the answer. What is going on, right? What is going on and how can I move forward? So that's tool number one. Whatever you're battling, love, career, family, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to get to the answer to, number one, basic manifesting 101, when you're in the thick of it, and you're in that tornado, you're being whipped around, it's really, really hard to remember what the hell you're doing. And it's hard to focus. So case in point, I can't tell you, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I left the house one day, I only put mascara on one eye. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, I was meeting with people, I'm in so much pain, and I'm doing everything I can just to focus I'm trying to focus through the pain and focus on what I'm doing. I was making so many mistakes. Left the house with only one eye of mascara. Another day I took items out of my freezer, set them down on the counter. Totally forgot about it. Didn't find it for three days. Oh my God. Left my keys in the car, in the ignition. I wore my shirt inside out twice, not once. So... These are just basic things, but here's the thing. I was totally distracted by pain. I was trying to like focus and I kept making mistake after mistake after mistake because I was distracted. So when you're in the thick of something, 
if you're, you know, say you're trying to focus on, on finding a partnership, you're probably focusing on the lack of the partnership that you have in your life. So it, you have to get past that. You have to keep your meditation at this point, your visualization extremely simple and to the point. Don't make it too fancy, too complicated. Just simply focus on your outcome. For example, if a bear is chasing you, most people are focused on the bear. But what you need to be focusing on is running, right? So does that make sense? So if you're in a dead-end career, don't focus on how bad it is. Don't focus on, gosh, I wish I, you know, worked for better people. I, I, I wish that this was better. Focus on one little small thing that you would love to experience in your day-to-day in your career. Maybe it's something as simple as, I love my coworkers. Literally, that could be the thing that you focus on in meditation. I love my coworkers. I love my coworkers. I love who I work with. I absolutely love who I work with. Even if you don't, don't focus on that. Focus on, I love my coworkers. If it's love that you seek, focus on one little small thing that love would bring into your life and how it would make you feel. It could be as simple as, oh my gosh, I love that my partner brings me coffee every morning. I love that I have coffee every morning. I love that they bring it to me. It could be that small. Start small. If it's money, don't focus on the lack of it. Focus on one little small thing that would improve your life with the new addition of wealth. Oh my gosh, I love the fact that I can buy my favorite cheese at the store I'm really focused on cheese right now because I can't have it I can't eat it and so I'm really 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 deprived of cheese and bread right now it's all I can think about so anyways focus on something small just before Thanksgiving I was able to get into my functional medicine doctor and mind you my one little tiny small thing that I was focusing on meditation was that I had the answer so I go to my doctor and he determined that I was in periodontis which is an infection where there is a tear in your colon and its contents are leaking into your abdomen this is a life-threatening condition people die from this seven doctors missed this because they were too busy focusing on this big grand gesture of something else Once I had the condition of what the hell was going on, now I could focus on how to heal it. So, but the only reason that this doctor was able to figure this out is because he spent an hour and a half with me. He questioned me on my lifestyle, the foods that I eat, the exercise I do. Like he truly understood all the other seven doctors. They spent about mm, 10 minutes with me. And we're still not sure if I have Crohn's, but he does think that I have some sort of uh, really severe inflammation, which yes, could be Crohn's, but likely it's food allergies. I have some kind of um, inflammation that's going on that thinned the wall of my colon. So tool number two, What you want to do is focus on where you're going, not where you've been. And the key to this is you're going to demand it. So many people focus on the lack, you know, that they focus on the lack and they believe that they don't deserve what they're desiring, what they're trying to draw to them and manifest. 
And once you have mastered your one thing, which we were talking about in tool number one, you're going to start adding to that picture. For me, I envisioned not just general healing, but there were little tiny men in my colon plastering the tear and that they were doing it with bright green light. And then I would envision feeling happy and healthy and amazing. And I would tell myself, I'm effing awesome. I deserve to heal. I'm freaking amazing and so is my body and I demand to be well. That's right. So number two, when you're in, I don't care if you're meditating, walking, singing, I don't care how you do it. You go into it like freaking superwoman. And that's why I want you to listen to the Cheetah Show. What did I say it was? Episode 174. Damn it, you deserve it. So go into it like you are a freaking boss. Demand that you find love. Demand that you get the career of your dreams. Demand that you get the health that you are seeking. Tip number three, believe in it and do it with gratitude. This is the hardest part because you have to set aside everything in your current reality that says that that's not going to happen. That's not what's going on. That's not what I have. Let's say you want an amazing partner. You dream of someday being married, but you've been on countless dates that are so freaking tragic. And now you're telling yourself, oh my God, why bother? They're all so terrible. Guess what? You're going to get more terrible. Sit your ass down and believe that Mr. or Mrs. Gorgeous is on their way and damn it, you're a freaking cheetah. And you know what? You deserve it. You deserve to get your coffee in bed every morning. You deserve to be treated like an amazing gift that you are because you are. You are a gift to this world and the world will be less than without you. So the person coming into your reality is going to give you exactly that. But you have to believe that you deserve it. And you do. And then you have to be grateful. You have to thank the universe. You have to believe that you have the power to draw this to you. And this is hard because deep down, you know, deep seated in your subconscious, you may not believe it. And depending on your belief system, this is where a lot of people have the hardest time. This is the arena that most people get tripped up on. They'll sit there and say, I deserve it. I demand to be a cheetah. Amanda says I'm a cheetah. But deep down, you have that little shadow of a doubt. So here's tip number four. What you're going to do is you're going to practice your freaking power. You're going to create, play, and manifest and prove to yourself that you are a magical manifesting machine. Here's what I did. Now, I am a spiritual being, but I'll tell you what. Ooh, doggy, this the little thing that has happened to me. Oh, my God, I had days. <laughs> oh, I was so cranky and irritable. So I had to work myself back into this. I had to, to cultivate my chi. Ooh, and I had to get myself there. So I meditated for four days. 
I did about 45 minutes in the morning. I would do about 30 minutes in the afternoon. And then I would do about 30 minutes at night. I would envision my healing and I would envision a month from now just being whole again and just being amazing like I am. And I thanked Spirit, Source, Universe for everything in my life down to my silverware. Then I just imagined, you know, that everything, all of this is a gift. Thank you so much for this pain. Thank you so much for everything I've gone through. Thank you for the, the boneheaded seven doctors. And I really, really had to get myself to a point to where I really felt the gratitude. You cannot move forward until you get to this point. You got to feel it. You got to be so thankful and you can get there. It's not hard. Just be grateful. So when you're there, then you're going to start playing and creating and manifesting from a place of your power. This is what I did. Two nights ago, I went to a Christmas party and they had like a fun little raffle. They had a a table set up with all these little items on it and they were going to give it away. So I looked at the table and there was a blender, a grill, a candle, an echo dot, and I don't know, something else, pots and pans, I think. So I said in my mind, I'm going to win that grill. Tonight, I'm going to win this grill. And then I got a vision in my mind's eye of the grill in my house the next day. Do I need a grill? No, I don't. But I was trying to see if the last four days of me meditating, holding gratitude, basically cultivating my chi and my conduit, I wanted to practice to see where I was at, to see if my conduit was on fire, if I was plugged in, tuned in, and turned on. Sure enough, they did the raffle. Hot damn! Amanda Gates wins the grill. That's right. Do I need a grill? No, I don't. I have no need for it. But it was my little test for myself to prove to myself that I'm back on track, connected to my guides, and I'm synced. Let me tell y'all, I have not been synced up. Woo! (laughs) Now my cheese cultivated. But what was most important about this is that I had to prove to myself that I have the power to manifest and it also proved to me that I am an almighty being, that I can manifest a grill, that I can manifest healing. And you, my friend, can do the same. If you are listening to this, you found this show for a reason, you are listening to this show for a reason. Now, don't expect to fall off a cliff and fly on your first day. That's not what this is about. And FYI, that's the ego telling you, oh, you have to get it right on the first try. You have to win, win, win. No, you don't. This is about you learning that you're a freaking cheetah and that you have the ability just as you are. You have the power just as you are to manifest anything that you want. But you have to believe that you can do it. So this is about creation and manifestation to teach you how powerful you are. And you're more powerful than you could ever imagine. But again, we've been bred to believe that we're not. So you want to set up these little games. And these little games are powerful. Because what it does is it proves to you, it really proves to you, oh, hell yeah. Look at what I am capable of. Look 
at what I can do. And if I can do this, I can draw in the love of my life. I can draw in the career. I can draw in the health. I can draw in the money. I don't care what it is that you're trying to manifest. Make this into a game. Because what happens is, is you prove to yourself that you have the ability to do anything that you want. And all that bullshit dogma that you've been, you know, led to believe, whether it's authority figures from your church, your family, you know, uh, teachers, all of that goes out the window. Lo and behold, you have the power to create on your own from your own power center, anything that you desire. And hey, it's not going to be perfect. The whole idea is to have fun with it. I'm not out of the woods yet. Not entirely. But I am on a completely new protocol and I still have no idea if I have Crohn's. I have, I, I don't, we haven't even gotten there yet, but we do at least know what's going on. I know that I have a tear in my colon and I know that I'm healing it naturally. And this is a common side effect of Crohn's, which is interesting because I have no symptoms. Like, you know, according to Google, if you have Crohn's, like you have IBS and bloating and belching and, you know, gas and... Um, you can get side effects like diarrhea, like all of these horrible things. And I'm so glad that I've learned so much about it because now I have an understanding. I, I do have friends that have Crohn's and I, I don't think I truly understood what they were going through. Maybe I do have it. I don't know. But to be on the safe side, my doctor has asked me, oh my God, I, ha I can't eat anything. Dairy, gluten, corn, soy, sugar, alcohol. I mean, like I'm pretty much left with cardboard but that's okay I'm on the road to recovery I'm seeing a healer uh, energy healer I'm going to a fantastic acupuncturist I'm seeing a great functional medicine doctor we're monitoring everything and I'm healing that's the most important thing is that I'm healing and so far it's going really well not out of the woods but I'm a hell of a lot farther along than I was I I've made more progress in the last three weeks than I did in the first five weeks all because of misinformation but it's be it's really because I believe that I can and I'm not going to lie to you this didn't come overnight I mean you know I'm a strong spiritual person and I had days where I did not believe I did not believe that I had the power to do this because the pain was insurmountable I did not believe that I was ever going to get on the other side of this I did not believe that I was going to had the answers I needed to know what was going on. I had those days. But then the next day would come and I would feel better or I would have a moment of clarity and I would utilize that and optimize that to meditate or to just be grateful. So know that when you're in the thick of it, when you're in that tornado, it's not going to be perfect 24 hours a day. And that is okay. Give yourself grace. It's going to take time. And the most important thing is, you know, that you take away from it is that you have the power to do this, whether it's sadness, despair, fear, pain, whatever it is. One, it's going to teach you something if you're willing to listen. And is it easy? Oh, hell no. Like I said, I've had really, really bad days where I couldn't even get out of bed. And I felt bad for that. I felt guilty because I had so much stuff to do. I felt guilty because I didn't want to be the victim to this. But I had to see profanity and anger as sacred. I had to because I had really low moments. I cursed at God. I cursed at spirit. Woo! I was irritable. 
and I was irrational. That's okay. (laughs) The most important thing is that you don't stay there. You know, if you have to have a day where you're angry and you're frustrated and you're disappointed, great. Feel those emotions. Let them out. Purge. Because you don't need to hold those in. Let those out. It's your emotions are energy in motion. They're supposed to move. But move through it as quickly as you can. We're all human. It's part of the human journey. It's a, it's a whole reason why we're here. So learn from it, but see it as a gift. Use it as mortar to place your next brick and continue to build something magnificent. Because that's what you're here to do. All right? All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for being patient. I know that I haven't put up a show in a while. Been a little distracted. Had a little things going on over here. Um, I have a small little operation over here. And so the dragon has been wounded. (laughs) Nothing's getting done. Nothing's been done like this podcast. So we're slowly getting back up to speed. You know, luckily it happened during the holidays. So it was a little bit slower. But remember the journey of a thousand steps begins with the first one. So whatever you aspire to do, whatever you desire to accomplish and manifest, you have the ability to do it. Believe in yourself and start giving yourself little tiny Uh, experiments so that you can see how powerful you are and believe that you can do it. Hot damn. Am I right? Don't forget all my courses at courses.gatesinteriordesign.com are on sale until January 31st. You'll receive 20% off. Just punch in the code CELEBRATE. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about me, maybe you're interested in getting a floor plan reading for the new year, just head on over to gatesinteriordesign.com and book online. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.